This is the Gore and Mole Podcast with your host, TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Wes Payne. <laughs> What's up, guys, and welcome to the Gore More Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is your Dark Lord and Savior, Chad Chrisman. What up, bitches? And Wes, not craving pain. Yo, mama. <laughs> so today is January 23rd, 2019, and we got a very strange one for you guys today 1991's Popcorn. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about each other's weeks. Uh, Chad, what did you do this week, buddy? Uh, this week, I started doing a bunch of paperwork and background checks. I finally got a fucking job. Woo! Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and this is a complete 180 from what anyone, if people really knew me, that this is a 180 from what I'd expect. I'm getting a job in a medical marijuana place. Wow. Yeah. Can't beat that. I know. It starts, and it's not the greatest pace, not what I was making at my last place, but it's a lot more than other places that were... Uh, Offering me jobs. And it went from a couple weeks ago, I had no job prospects to me turning down so many jobs, not even returning phone calls because I've had so many job offers. It's been it's tough like, out there. It's with, tough. With that it's stuff, tough. But yeah. it, it's been fucking phenomenal the last couple of weeks. I'm, I'm actually really, really happy. I really think I'm going to like this place. That's yeah, that, that is matters, awesome news. Me, myself, uh, I did what I always do is just work, work, work. And uh, the highlight of my week was. Uh, getting banned off uh, Deborah Voorhees' uh, Facebook uh, Facebook page. That was about the highlight of my week for a, a Kane Hodder discussion. Let's, let's so, talk about this before we get into this popcorn thing. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I just had this, you know, this back and forth war with this guy on there who's a, you know, Kane Hodder uh, enthusiast, I would say. And I, God forbid we say anything that we don't like Kane Hodder as Jason and you know, I guess you're crucified, apparently. Yeah, they so, they hate that when you say you don't like Kane Hodder's Jason. Oh, I, I can't believe it. I mean, I, listen, I like I, everyone's got their own opinion on stuff, and I and I I appreciate. It. I mean, he asked me, you know, why I didn't why I didn't like him as Jason, and I gave him three, four examples. It wasn't good enough for him. <laughs> the kid got mad and was pissed off. Next thing you know, I'm banned off the forum for I don't know. I guess my hate of Kane Hodder. I don't hate the guy, but I just don't like him as Jason. That's all. Not a big story, but yeah, some people get all, they get their panties in a bunch and their vagina starts bleeding. So, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I like Kane Hodder, but I, I don't get pissed off because I know that there's other Jasons out there and I know that uh, each of them are special in their own right. Exactly. Right. And they all brought a different Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, there are, there are, I told them I did, there are, I like some, there's some things that I do like about him, but it's as far as just his overall and i was trying to explain to the guy you know as far as his overall look standing still uh i don't i just don't like his look he, i just feel he's too big he's too muscular for play jace jason's not supposed to be look like a power lifter like yeah. uh you know that he was just got off the uh runway posing with arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> and uh i just i don't feel like i just feel like he's too bulky i and, see uh, i hate pretty, the freddy versus I'm pretty jason sure freddy versus jason director thought the same and that was the reason why he didn't yeah. direct him in the first place and like the kid was that. just he, i don't know he just got mad so i was like oh okay well and then he sent me this this uh private message about you know how i'm a shit bag and this and that for oh not i'm like wow okay dude <laughs> it was really funny but i got a good <laughs> laugh at it but yeah that was the highlight of my week <laughs> i'm not the biggest fan of the Freddy versus jason uh jason betrayal yeah i i didn't like i that feel like either. he's too tall and lanky he is and i don't i i i like the movie in general, but yeah. I, I I hated the look of Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, he looks like I, that's what I don't get. Like they denied uh, they, they denied Hodder yeah. for the part. But honestly, that probably would have made the movie better. Edlin, yet they go get a guy that's even more giant than Hodder. I, I feel like yeah. And did you do you know the reason why they picked this guy over Kane Hodder? Because the director wanted a Jason with sad eyes. He wanted sad, sympathetic eyes. That's why they went. Well, oh, he, he. I think Jason is pathetic in that movie. He I mean, is. he's waddling around like he doesn't know what to do in water. I mean, he, that, he was living in water prior to that. Yeah, that was was that Derek Mears that did that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. He he wasn't. 
He's not terrible, but I don't think that was the right direction for Jason. Well, like here's a little fun fact I saw on Wikipedia, and I and I, I didn't even mention this to, to this kid is that um, actually, uh, I think I told you guys that uh, C.J. Uh, Graham was was his agent had called him for the um, to audition for Freddy vs. Jason, and his agent I think told him that he ooh, good chance he could get it, and because Graham is friends with Hotter, he felt bad for him and didn't want to take the part. So he he just refused the all. I don't think CJ Graham gives two shits about playing Jason. To be honest with you, I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure he could play it probably more than, you know, I just think he could have got the part over Hotter or the other guy. But he didn't want to hurt Hotter's feelings. It's on Wikipedia. I couldn't believe when I read I it. I think like, that's uh, a shame too because he would have played it awesome. Jason is the most well known version of Jason. Honestly, like everyone knows, like part six. I don't know. It's a toss. Yeah, up that's what I, I, but it's a toss up between I, six and seven because when a lot of people think of Jason, they think of the the, the zombified, chopped up part seven Jason with half a mask. That's the yeah. most popular one. A lot of you know, a lot of that was that used to, when I was a kid. That was my favorite Jason. Even even I'm saying I don't really you know care for Kane Hunter, but that look that that Jason look that he had in seven, I did like mm-hmm. just because the costume was so nice. They did but do you a look good at job. The, yeah, I mean, you look at the costumes from then on, like, 80 looks like the Swamp Thing. He's all full. Of, he looks like a Toxic Avenger. I mean, it's just like, okay. You know, so. But that's a, that's a discussion for a whole other thing. We'll get into that when we get, you know. Yeah, we're, t- we're talking about a movie that, that we're not even reviewing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll get into that. We'll, we'll cross that bridge. When we're oh, you guys are going to love those episodes. <laughs> that is going to be a blast. Oh, that I, is going to be fantastic. Oh, it is. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait to delve into them. But. We got we got to we got to do the the hood rats before we get to the porn stars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not how I would put it, but all right. <laughs> we're, we're making our way. We might bring out some big yeah, guns sooner, sooner than earlier, you know, well, sooner than later. So <laughs> I got uh, Eric Freeman from Silent Night Deadly Night Part Two, which we reviewed last two, uh, two weeks ago. Sent me a little. Uh, package and it involved a 11 by 17 autographed poster and it says garbage day and ricky it is so cool it's so cool i have unreleased uh script pages from a different version of the script and i got he sent me a little personal new year's eve card and he said you'll you'll see me in december <laughs> and then he put in the little bottom punish you <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't tell me that part <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, that is great. We, we, we got to try. We got to try and get him on for like an interview. Oh, or something. for That's sure. Be, that'd be so cool. Be oh, cool. that would be cool. Uh, we got to. We're gonna have to force him to say "Garbage Day," though. You know uh, that. more in that voice. <laughs> yeah. Gorenmore. Gorenmore. <laughs> oh my God! That would be. We, that would be our new intro. That would be priceless. <laughs> right. Oh, that'd be perfect. See, eventually, what I want our intro to be is just a bunch of different celebrities just saying Goran more over and over again. Oh, that, oh like like radio stations, dude. Yeah. This is Mick Jagger 99.9, like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. We can get Feldman to do that. Yeah. This is Corey Feldman, and you're listening to Goran more. Oh, shit. Yeah, that'd be you great. Could. Oh, Fucking that would be really cool. Feld Dog coming to Steel City Con. <laughs> I am pumped for that. Right? Oh, he's going to get my fart part four. Did we mask. have him yell Goonies, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like him in Lost Boys too. Oh, he's great! I, Lost, oh, I love Lost Boys is a, a classic movie. I, I, I hope we get into that one too. I love that. Oh, movie. we will. Fel- Feldman's uh, classic and everything. Like even Bordello of Blood, he was the awesome. Burbs. <laughs> the Burbs, yeah. Oh, the Burbs. Yeah, I love that movie. We, I, technically, we could do it on here, right? Yeah, it, it counts. Okay. It's, it's, okay. a, it's a black comedy slash horror. We could do the Burbs. That means easily. we get Carrie Fisher on a fucking horror movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so excited the about Burbs. that now. Uh, but anyway, uh, I got that. I got everything framed up, getting ready to put that up here soon. Uh, I just got the Fog on Blu-ray and Friday 13th Killer Cut, the 2009 The remake. original Fog or the remake? The uh, original, the, original. The John Carpenter one. Yes. Yeah, I, the remake I heard was – I didn't watch oh, it. I, heard I hated the remake. <laughs> I heard it was ass. really bad, yeah. I am so glad I only rented it on DVD and did not pay to see it in theaters. That that was one of <laughs> one of, if not the worst remakes ever. 
I heard that. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, don't see not, it. Don't. I'm not, don't I wouldn't look forward to to, to it's, watch. It's an hour it. and a half of your life you will never get back. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. But then again, we'll sit there and watch the 45 minutes of Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two over and over again. No, it gets trash, <laughs> but, it's, but we just but love it's it so fun much. Trash. It is Eric fun. Freeman makes that so fucking fun. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is awesome. I absolutely love that movie. <laughs> See, so yeah, I, I think that's my girlfriend asked me the other day. I think she asked me, why did you get the movie if it's only 45 minutes long? And I was just like, it's fucking the greatest thing ever. <laughs> like, I it's not about that, right? It's, it's not about that. that. It's about that fucking $100,000 fucking 45 minute thing. That it's, just, it's a shitty movie that knows it's a shitty movie and just has fun with it. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So, uh. Our movie today is Popcorn from 1991. It is an American comedy horror film. Is this the first comedy one we've done? Yes. Directed by Mark Harrier. No, no, Silent Night. Is that what they're, they're, they're calling it a comedy? Really? Yeah. Wow. It had, it had some good one-liners. <laughs> and the it, Ted it, Bundy it, Award yeah, goes to... I don't know to... if it's, a, it's kind of creepy to be a comedy. <laughs> Kiss me, dick. Guess your what? <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> Film and directed by Mark Harrier and written by Alan Ormsby. Uh, produced by, not even going to do that one name. Well, nope. Howard Hurst, Torben John Key, Sophie Hurst, and Bob Clark. Written by Matthew Smith and Todd Hackett. Starring Jill, Chad, Sholin, Sholin Tom Villard, D. Wallace Stone, Derek Rydell, Elliot Hurst, Kelly Joe Minter. Malcolm Denari, Denair, Ray Walston, Tony Roberts, music by Paul Zaza. And we'll get to wow. that. <laughs> Cinematography yeah. by Ronnie Taylor. Honestly, the version that we watched, I feel like if we if we could actually get a fucking decent version of the film, uh, we would enjoy the cinematography more, but we'll get into that later. I think so too, and yeah. I think you'd see the special effects come out more. You can't oh. really they look so bad because of the that, well, not they don't look bad. It's just they look funny because of the quality. Yeah. What I thought was funny about this movie is it takes place in like three locations and that's it. Maybe look well, four, four because it shows the 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 main character her home with her mom, uh-huh. a classroom for like five minutes, the movie theater for like ninety of the minutes of the movie, and then there's like two minutes at the one character Toby's apartment. So there wasn't even a whole oh, huge okay. amount of short shooting locations in this movie. Huh. No, I don't think they put much money in. <laughs> no, they didn't seem to. <laughs> uh, it is uh, edited by Stan Cole, distributed by Studio 3 Corporation. It was released February 1st, 1991. It's about 97 minutes long. And the box office was 4.2 mil. What was the budget, Mr. Chad? Uh, that I don't know, but this movie tanked at the box office. But it gained a huge. I remember as a kid it coming out, and it, like I told you guys before, I think the trailer is what sold people. And uh, you'll, it, I just, I was excited to see it when I was a kid, but yeah, I didn't. I don't. I I, I was pretty sure it wasn't going to do very good even back then. Even the even the distributors didn't really sell it right, and a lot of the theaters I I saw. The first run theaters didn't even bother picking up. They didn't want it, so it went to like the the dollar matinee places, things like that. That's why. I, really didn't make a whole lot of money but it did become really insanely popular once it hit video it's crazy too because you the it's got one of the most famous uh movie posters mm-hmm. uh it's a really it's a really cool movie poster uh, i think so with yeah. the other they, bu- it's like they they put a lot of effort into the poster yeah. yeah a buddy of mine had that hanging up in his bedroom when we were kids oh awesome. i'd love that poster it's great yeah it's a really it's really cool looking if I ever see it at a Comic Con or something like that, like uh, I, I would buy it in a second. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else do we got here. You guys want to listen to the trailer? Yeah, let's play that trailer. Sure. Love the trailer. Let's let's hear it. Okay. It's coming. <laughs> before the horror of Halloween, before the fear of Friday the 13th, 
before the evil of a nightmare on Elm Street. Before them all, there was now, <laughs> years later, he's back. Oh, yes. There's something happening here that I've been looking for all of my life. There's smoke. Someone takes her hand. She's running. The same man comes towards her. great fucking tagline <laughs> it is it's one of the best isn't it they put a lot of effort into that part of it <laughs> so the little plot rundown here we'll switch off so i'll go first college film student aspiring film writer maggie butler played by jill Schoen, has been having reoccurring dreams of a young girl named sarah who's caught in a fire and being chased by a strange man who's trying to kill her she records what she remembers on an audio tape and plans on making the story into a film. Maggie lives with her mother, Susan D. Wallace Stone, who has been receiving strange demonic prank calls recently on her way to class. Her boyfriend, Mark, played by Derek Rydell, embraces her and tries to get her to go to his place. Maggie shuns his advances and explaining that she can't be distracting from her script. Chad? The university's new fledgling film department is somewhat saved when classmate Toby D'Amato has an idea to put an all-night horror-thon to raise funds. They set up shop in the defunct Dreamland Theater, an old live theater and cinema that is to be raised in three weeks. Professor Davis, played by Tony Roberts, <laughs> is concerned about the time constraints, but Toby has enlisted the help of Dr. We'll just call him Dr. M. <laughs> That's what they called him in the movie. Dr. M, played by Ray Walston, an owner of a film memorabilia shop who has the appropriate gimmicks for the films chosen for the festival. There are three main films within a film here. Mosquito is a 3D film. The Attack of the Amazing Electrified Man was released with an accompanying shockoscope gimmick with electrical buzzers in the seats. And The Stench is a Japanese film released in Odorama. Take it, Wes. As they go through Dr. Meninsky, Meninsky, whatever, trunks of uh, trunks of equipment, they find a short cult film called The Possessor <laughs> that greatly resembles Maggie's dream. Davis informs them that the informs them that back in the 1960s, the film creator Leonard Gates went on to kill his own family on stage in the live final scene of the of the film before setting the theater on fire, trapping the audience inside. Maggie soon becomes obsessed with the film and trying to figure out why she has been dreaming about it. When she asks her mother if she had heard of, uh, of Gates of Possessor, Suzanne becomes uncomfortable. She urges Maggie to quit the festival and wants them to go away together. After Maggie goes to bed, Suzanne receives another prank call from someone she believes to be Gates. He tells her to meet him at Dreamland so they can talk. What an idiot. She just, she just gets, picks up and goes there. Like, who would do that? And advises her to bring a gun. <laughs> On the night of the festival, Maggie is working the box office when Mark arrives with another girl, Joy, who is uh, Karen Witter. Later, a man buys a ticket and calls Maggie Cheryl before he walks away. <laughs> Maggie chases after him and asks her classmate, Tina, Freddie Marie Simpson, to watch the box office for her. Unable to find the man in the theater, Maggie goes up to the projection booth to tell Toby that she thinks she saw Gates. Toby decides to check the theater himself and leaves Maggie to run to the, run to the projection booth. Meanwhile, Mark has left his date to sneak up on Maggie to scare her, and Davis is busy preparing the giant mosquito model to fly across the theater <laughs> from backstage that he operates with a remote control. Go ahead. Once the mosquito is released above the audience, a figure is shown up in the catwalks above the professor with another remote control. 
Davis then notices that his controller is no longer working. Mosquito model turns around and zooms back down the track to the professor, <laughs> stabbing him in the chest with a giant stinger. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> he cuts to a laboratory of sorts where a figure is seen making a mask of the dead professor's face. Meanwhile, Maggie's trying to explain the story of the Gates of Mark, and she thinks Gates is there when Toby comes back to the booth upset and accuses them of playing a joke on him by locking him out of the theater. The second film starts, and we see Bud, Malcolm Denaire, who is wheelchair-bound, preparing the sheets, the seat shockers from a control panel above the audience. Maggie. Uh, Chad? Maggie is then shown listening to her audio recordings. Wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, I lost uh, yeah. yeah, Maggie is then shown. No, Ma- Maggie makes her way back to the box office. Maggie makes her way back to the box office to an annoyed Tina who starts looking for Davis. She asks Bud if he has seen him, but he says he hasn't, and he's having trouble with the control panel. Maggie is then shown listening to her audio recordings when the tape is cut off with a message from Gates. As she tries to exit the box office, she opens the door on Mark, knocking him down. This poor guy gets his ass kicked twice. <laughs> knocking him down on that was bad <laughs> and unknowingly smashing the recorder in the process maggie tries to prove to him that gates is really there when she realizes she accidentally destroyed the tape they go looking for tina who probably saw gates while maggie was away tina finds davis securing the mosquito on the catwalk and goes up to meet him where it is revealed that they've been having an affair Ooh, yeah she is unaware that he's the killer stuff. yeah very juicy she's unaware that he's the killer <laughs> posing as a professor and he strangles her with a rope uh this <laughs> should also point out that there's a really disgusting making out scene between them. And then she, she pulls <laughs> oh, away and, nasty, and she yeah. pulls away and the mask is just ripping off his face. Um, Mark and Maggie, she, uh, the professor strangles her with a rope. Mark and Maggie find her shortly thereafter, but the killer manipulates her voice and body in the darkness like a puppet. And the fact, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she's dead Carl goes unnoticed. <laughs> Shh. Audience. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's going to fall for that? <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> take it away, Wes. <laughs> uh, someone enters the control booth who Bud thinks is Tina. He is then strapped into a makeshift electric chair that is set to go off <laughs> yes. when a series of lights comes on. Bud frantically tries to, to free himself as the light sequence begins. As he is electrocuted, the theater loses power. Meanwhile, Maggie and Mark continue searching the theater with the help of Cheryl, Kelly Joe Minter. Mark falls down the stairs and Maggie leaves him and Cheryl while she finds her way to Bud, only to find him dead. As she approaches his body, he turns around and it's Gates. Maggie screams and runs away, having flashbacks of the <laughs> it is then that she realizes that she is Sarah Gates, Lanyard, and it is her father, and Suzanne is not her mother, but her aunt who saved her from being killed so long ago. She runs into Toby and tells him everything she remembers, believing that Gates has returned for her. Go ahead. She and Toby enter the basement to find the circuit breakers and Toby Falls disappearing into the darkness. With only a flashlight, Maggie hears odd noises. She thinks she sees Davis and Tina, but runs into Gates. The power comes back on, and Maggie finds herself in the killer's lair. <laughs> Strapped into the chair, he uses to make facial masks of his victims. The killer is revealed to be Toby, who was badly burned as a child after attending the show of the Possessor. Possessor. Do it, Wes. with his mother toby's mother was a member of gates film cult and was killed in the fire toby holds maggie and suzanne responsible for his injuries and the loss of his mother and plans to exact his revenge on them by reenacting the final scene of on stage that evening (laughs) only with the ending that gates had originally intended he then wheeled out suzanne suzanne who he has cast full body pointing her gun <laughs> I gotta laugh. That part was ridiculous. Go ahead. Uh, she just looks so awkward with, the, with in that cast. Uh, meanwhile, Cheryl and Joni, Yvette Solar, uh, tend to Mark's injuries as they are met with an upset Joy, who tells Mark she saw Maggie and Toby together and that they went back to Toby's place. Mark leaves to find them, and Joni realizes she is late for her odorama cue and goes to join Leon to activate the odor pellets during the third film. Uh, Leon go- leaves to go to the bathroom and is met by a mirror image of himself at the next urinal. After urinating on him, the doppelganger attacks Leon and locks him in one of the stalls and drops some type of material. We don't know what the hell it is. It looks like, what did he drop in the toilet? Cyclone B? I don't know what it was. 
I mean, that's what it, I tosses know, in the fucking toilet and just walks away. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> drops Zyklon in the. So he drops in the toilet and it creates a thick, thick smoke, and Leon passes out. It never even explains if he's dead or not. No, <laughs> that's the last you see him. You don't see him being wheeled into an ambulance. Nothing. You don't even see him at the end just of the a, movie. That was just a terrible kill. Yeah, it really. Yeah. It says soon Dude, after uh, Leon's. It, there's, there's an explosion, explosion from the stall. I don't remember that part. I must have, my kids must have distracted me. <laughs> so anyhow, Toby returns to the booth dressed as Leon with the plan to stab Joni from behind, but spares her when she mentions her unrequited love for Toby. Shocked by this, Toby gets upset and storms out to continue setting up for the final scene of Possessor. I don't, I don't think upset is quite the right word that you want to use He threw a fucking tantrum. Oh, Wes, his, his tantrums in this are, are they're epic tantrums. Wes, you want to finish it off? Yep. Mark arrives at Toby's apartment to find that the landlord is evicting Toby. Toby's walls are plastered with articles concerning the incident, pictures of his facial reconstruction, and pictures of Maggie with scissors through her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Psycho, realizing she is in real Yeah, he totally pulled a, uh, 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 what do you call that, a... um, uh, laces out. <laughs> Anyways, he totally right. He totally what is that? Uh, Ray Ray Finkel. <laughs> re- realizing she is in real danger, Mark rushes back to the theater, but the front doors are locked. He scales the building, climbs through a window on the balcony level, and finds the final scene of final scene of the possessor <laughs> playing on stage. Maggie has been drugged and placed in a metal dress, <laughs> so she has no mobility except for her head. She pleads to the audience to save her, but they believe this is all part of the show. Mark uses his belt on the mosquito track and zip lines like <laughs> Batman onto the stage, <laughs> causing the secured mosquito to unlatch and swing across the stage. The stinger stabs Toby in the chest, killing him. And, and man, he twitched a lot, didn't he? Yes, he did. Mark, he was twi- he was flopping like a fish for like a minute straight. <laughs> Mark real Mark releases Maggie and Suzanne as the crowd erupts in applause. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that was a interesting. Yeah, that's movie. that was a it's just a crazy movie. Yeah, it's there is really no accurate way to describe this movie other than crazy. I'd like to know the budget. Well, I can't find it anywhere. Production. You can't find it, huh? No, nope. no, it's not in the notes here. It's nowhere. If anyone knows the production uh, amount for popcorn from 1991. Uh, please tell us. <laughs> but that's funny. I'm not finding a budget here. That is so fucked up. Popcorn was filled. Oh, okay. You'll yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you want to get on to Chad's behind the scenes in questions? Uh, I, I, I'm going to go through a couple notes that I, uh, okay. Wrote during the movie too. I said that it was the best tagline ever. Yes. Buy a bag, <laughs> go home in a box. <laughs> and I like it. it- Go ahead, Wes. Go ahead. No, no, I just, I always about it. They put a lot of effort into the, the, the kind of the marketing part of this movie. It at least seems like it. Yeah, they did a real good job. And I, I, another thing I liked was the cool 50s style logo at the beginning of the movie. Like it was like on some kind of soda machine kind of font. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was neat. I said popcorn, the letter, the lettering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought at the beginning, I thought Mark seemed a little rapey. Okay. <laughs> Did you pick up on that? He, like, he just like grabs her and he's makes no out with glazer. her. <laughs> he's no glazer. No, he just grabs her and makes out with her. He's like, hey, you want to come back to my place? She's like, oh, God, no. He's like, come on. Are we going to do he's that? Like, if you don't put out, I'm out of here. Are we going to pick the glazer of this movie? What's that? Is Mark the glazer of this movie? Is that what we're going to say? I would call I, him, yes. Yeah, I, I would call him a wannabe, a, a glazer in training. At okay. the beginning, he is, and then he's just like a total buffoon by the end of the I movie. I think we should do that for kicked. every episode, is have a glazer in training. <laughs> that oh. was terrible when he got his ass kicked. Yeah, the, yeah I think every horror movie glazer. So we'll, we'll, we should give it like a one through five glazer uh, glazers. <laughs> and Mark was, uh, you know, we should give it a one how glazed is this guy? <laughs> How glazed is this man? Yes. Uh, I thought Dr. M was a true showman. And I love that old theater. Uh, <laughs> how great. Oh, you didn't play the song yet, TJ. We'll play it at the end. Okay. <laughs> Saturday night at the movies over that really cool montage. Oh, that was great. Uh, another thing that I didn't like. One thing I didn't like about it was uh, when her mom went to the theater. 
And like all this supernatural shit just starts happening. Like the letters fly off the marquee and the ticket pops out and the door opens by itself. That, that didn't make any sense, no. right? Because he's How not supernatural. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that was another thing I read. It's like there was this supernatural element that seemed to be introduced and then just completely abandoned. It didn't make any sense. No, yeah, I, I agree with you. I had nothing to do with he, Toby. It was just a regular dude. It was he, he had no supernatural powers, so how was that able to do that? Yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. I, I hated that part. I always hated that part because it made no sense in the context of the movie. It's like, you know what I feel like? It's like they came up with the idea and they didn't know what to do with it. They thought it was a good idea, but they couldn't. It, it seems to me like they, they wanted to use it so badly that they didn't care how they were going to use it. They just put it in there even though it didn't make sense. Right. There was no nudity. No, there wasn't. You know what? You're right. And you know, they should have at least shown Tina. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I love when he puts on the. I love when he puts on the. Uh, you know when he's. I love when Toby's like. I, I think he's great, Toby. Who's also the. the he's also in uh, One Crazy Summer. If you remember him with with. Uh, uh, That's what he, he was, was in. Bro- I tried- yes, he, he was the brother of. Uh, Zed, ah, you know Zed. Uh, in one crazy summer, I knew yeah. he was in something, but I couldn't remember. I, it's they were supposedly twins and looked nothing alike. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a classic movie. <laughs> that is, but yeah, I, I love the part where to- Toby's rants in that movie. Or I think that guy, that actor, uh, I don't know what his name. I forget his name in there. I thought he did a great job as uh, playing Toby and just his like rants and, and how he would flip out. I thought it was awesome. You almost like felt bad for him. At oh, some, definitely. At some you, def- you definitely, you definitely find, feel some sympathy for Toby. Yeah, you you felt really bad for him. Like when he was telling telling her like about what happened and all this stuff, it was just horrible. Yeah. You feel really terrible for him. <laughs> <laughs> and I really loved the really bad acting in the little movies within a movie. Like they were intentionally bad. There's a really bad. Oh yeah, are really all these bad movies sp- real? No, no. Oh, okay. That's and, what I was wondering too. No, no, they did it all for this. And they're that really really shitty scene where the guy gets the. Uh, the mosquito sticks him in the head and sucks his blood out. <laughs> it's a really, <laughs> really bad special effect. Actually, there is a gimmick called Odorama in the film in the nineteen eighty one film called Polyester. Oh no, no, I, I, I've there all the gimmicks that they did. They've actually done in other movies. The oh, gimmicks are real, but the movies aren't. Oh, okay. I, I, I like the part with the electric, uh, the electric man, where he's where he's like, you know, he talks to the doctor about they're gonna, st- you know. He's gonna try that formula before he gets electrocuted. I love how he right when he's sitting in the chair before they they they, they drop the hammer on him, he gives the, the doctor a wink. <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing when I <laughs> I just love when the doctor's talking about talking about the injection and the guy's like, Ain't those the red and white corpuscles in your blood? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he it's a perfect perfect guy to, to, to play that part oh it was so cheesy it yeah I, I liked i i was saying i like that part with uh not to get off the subject really but i, for, I forgot what i was saying i kind of lost track but uh, i like the part where toby was try, like showing her all like the different faces and he's going through all the things he's like and then it might uh, with voice control <laughs> i'm tina and he stretches her face across it it's really good special effects i mean for for the time i like when he puts his toby face on his ears are all flopping around like dumbo oh yeah and he's like yeah and he flaps sorry i'm out of i'm out of character or something he flaps it around (laughs) he did a good job he really did that guy yeah that guy was a really good character actor but uh, unfortunately i looked this up he died in 1994 of aids oh he did yeah Wow, not long after that. I didn't what, Toby died. did? Yeah, Toby. He was also in Heartbreak Ridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been in a, a lot of movies back, especially back in the 80s. He was yeah, in he, a, was, he was a great know, character always, actor. He was always wow, I didn't know he, that guy died. Yeah, I didn't well, know How did he die? AIDS. AIDS? AIDS? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that's harsh. He's from he's, Hawaii. He's from Hawaii. And uh, did you see where he went to school? Where he went to college? No. Meadville. Meadville, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Allegheny College. Me- Wait, Meatville? Meadville. Oh, okay. I was going to say Meatville. That explains AIDS then. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going to say, well, now I'm not shocked. Okay. <laughs> Meatville. <laughs> oh, Meadville. Okay, all right. Cool. Uh, I, I really like the really uh, cool costumes that the people in the audience had, too. But like they had yeah, like that, that they had like me. three weeks to put this show together. Where did everybody come up with like Halloween costumes at the drop of a hat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the whole audience was yeah. Everyone, and they were like really show. elaborate. The one guy had like two heads and shit. 
You know what, what his final role of, was? I got his, a question. What did you guys think of the – don't you think um, overall that they should have done more with the kill scenes? Like I don't think they were – first of all, I don't think they were bloody enough or scary enough. Um, I thought they were kind of like too, a little bit too much cheese. Like it was too much mosquito. Like once they killed the guy, the one guy with it, they shouldn't have used it to kill Toby or reverse. They should have killed Toby with it and used something else to kill the other guy. I You're thought right. it was over. Yeah, that, that was, was kind of weird. They used the same uh, the same thing for two different kills. That's what I mean. It didn't. It was it, it was silly and yeah, it, it wasn't creative enough. There. Kill somebody. Yeah, it's just, just like they just kind of threw that together at the last minute. And and the toilet thing, like the kills weren't that. It, for, I like this movie, but my complaint about the, probably one of the complaints I'd have is just the kills weren't they weren't to be honest they weren't that cool <laughs> to tell you that they weren't they weren't like you were like weren't like oh my god that was awesome you know what I mean I mean like I said he threw a fucking Zyklon B into a toilet and killed someone when have you ever seen something like that it's just I agree it's like they it's like they couldn't think of it weird. <laughs> What else, Chad? Uh, I thought Mark's date that he brought to the show was a total whore. I mean, she was good looking and all, but he gets up. Oh, to, boy, she she dropped him in a heartbeat. Yeah, he gets, he gets up and leaves for like five minutes. He goes back. He's like, what the fuck's this dude doing in my seat? She's like, oh, you were gone too long. He's like, really? Oh, what a oh, creepy guy that is. Yeah, the guy gets up Get and decks him. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, if you did that what does he say? next to a random girl, the police would be waiting for you at the exit. <laughs> yeah. What did yeah. the guy say to him when he told him to get up? Eat shit. Oh, yeah. He's like, eat shit, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typical 80s response. Eat yeah. shit, And then Mark's asshole. like, what'd you say? And the guy stands up and he's like a foot taller than him. I said, eat shit, asshole. I thought it was Kane Hodder. First. <laughs> 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 I thought, there he is again. Art. And the, another, one other thing that bothered me is how, and this is, this is kind of cool. I said that Toby is the best mask maker ever. Mm-hmm. It's like they completely ripped off Darkman as far as the the masks because Darkman came out oh, like a year yeah. before this. Is Dark, You're right. Is Darkman Liam true. Neeson? Yes, that's Liam okay. Neeson. Okay. That Darkman's a good movie. That was well, at least when I saw it back then, I, I really yeah. Who who did the Darkman franchise? What company? Sam Raimi did the first movie. Oh. Uh, I think it was Dimension released them. Oh okay. I think I could be wrong. It's been a long time since I've seen them, but Sam Raimi did the yeah, first yeah. one, and it, they didn't bring him back for the sequels. Are we able to cover that? The Darkman franchise, or is that more like superhero type thing? That's more superhero. I would type say thing. that's more superhero. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, so that's that's Matt stuff. Yeah, that's that's Hall of Heroes stuff. Okay, <laughs> but it's it's borderline because Sam Raimi did it. I mean, it's it's yeah. kind of. I mean, at least with the makeup effects, the, the way Darkman looks, it's kind of horror. Is that why he got hired from shitty Spider-Man movies? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why he got Spider-Man because of Darkman. What did you guys think of? What did you guys think overall? Like, would you without the masks on, obviously? The burns and everything. I thought that was very well done. That was a very oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That was a I very good makeup too. effect. I bet you if we watched the Blu-ray, it fucking looks amazing. It, it, I'm telling you, the, the special effects for this time period are really good in this movie. But if, uh, we, if, if we see it on Blu-ray, are we gonna, will we see more of the mistakes? Would it, it's going to be in finer detail, so it might not look as good in full high definition. You're right. Yeah. He at least looks scary, though, you know? Yeah. When, there I was, mean, he looked pretty frightening yeah there was a couple good scares in the movie i thought as far as like yeah. that you know you know it was really scary when he was talking in that voice the professor voice <laughs> and all that and when he had that long when he entered the theater yeah that was that was, that was pretty, good that was creepy looking and did you notice the the scene where uh, her mom goes into the theater and he bursts through the wall what was it with these big monster like arms yeah, that he wh- had? why is his he's got arms uh he, bust through and grab the mom. Yeah, he looked like the fucking Incredible Hulk or something when he did yeah. that. Yeah. I was wondering that too. The Incredible Hulk arms bust through and grab her. It made no, <laughs> another thing that just... It, it's Again, they didn't put enough time or thought into, okay, they just... I thought that was shitty how they... He went ahead and grabbed her. I just thought it was silly. It just looks... And then what was the... What was the thing that was walking? She shot. And she shoots it. It falls down. Then all of a sudden, he's on on the other side of the theater and grabs her through the wall. Yeah, it was another one of those weird kind of. They're again trying to make it was supernatural, but he's really not. Yeah, it was weird. It's like they didn't know what they were doing quite yet. Yeah, I I didn't understand that. It's like okay, supernatural or not? No, he's a regular guy. Okay, then how is he on one side and then he's on another? Yeah. Another thing I thought funny was uh, poor Mark gets his ass kicked by the guy in the theater. Then he goes up and she 
um, she hits him with the door. And he's like right. a total doofus. And then by the end of the movie, he's like freaking Batman. He's climbing up the freaking marquee oh, don't of the forget movie theater. Doberman tears his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Remember he comes in, he's like, oh, god damn. <laughs> that guy got the shit kicked out of him. Oh, there was, oh, there was a fence and a big Doberman. <laughs> they should have showed that. That would have been great. But yeah. And then yeah, he, why didn't they show that part? That would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, because even Toby mentioned the fence and the Doberman. They should have showed that. And then What'd you think of... What did you think of the part where the uh, the black chick that I like that little sassy uh, black chick? Where oh she, my where god, she decks she decks yeah, the guy. She's like, oh, I don't, I don't hit girls. You sure you don't hit girls? Yeah. She's like, fine. Wham, <laughs> lays <laughs> him out. Great. He's like, get the hell out of here. She's been in a lot of movies, and she's like a total badass in everything. Yeah, she looks like was she in diff, the, uh, a, a different world or something? I know, I know, her. Was she in a show or something from back then? She, she looks familiar to me. Something I don't like know. that. Yeah, she was in one of those shows. Yeah, she's definitely. She was pretty funny in that. That was uh that was great. I like when I like when Toby's, you know, when the girl he's ready to kill her with the knife, which probably would have been the coolest kill of the movie that they didn't use. He's ready to kill her, and then she tells him that you know she likes him. Yeah, and then he's like, I gotta get out of here. And then his he voice goes back to Toby. He runs out of the door. Yeah, how did they not notice that he went to Toby? He's ranting and raving about him. His life is now. It's, uh, it's, uh, he can't make decisions or something. Oh, it was so funny. He's just throwing shit around. Oh yeah, his his rants are great and shit. Yeah, I I, I was talking to that. How he's like flipping out. How he was talking to the crowd. It's hilarious. Okay, so you want me to do my like, behind the scenes stuff now? Yes. Okay, so the movie was shot in Jamaica. That's why they had all the reggae music in the movie, like at the beginning, and they had that reggae band. Uh, the movie's title, Popcorn, uh, is actually linked to an element in the movie that was removed before the final cut. So there was like this whole, I don't know, something had something to do with popcorn that was removed from the movie. I don't know if we can find some deleted scenes. but hmm. uh, And the main actress, Jill Sholin, was that what I said her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, she played Maggie. She actually replaced the original actress, named Amy O'Neill, they were three weeks into shooting. They replaced her, and they actually replaced the original director, too. Mm. So she actually had minimal interaction with the cast, because most of her stuff was just reshoots, which is kind of weird. Yeah, you don't see a lot of that. Yeah. Doesn't Uh, she remind you of Phoebe Cates from Drop Dead Fred? A little. A little. Her look. And and this is one thing. She has black hair. Nobody, you don't even see that anymore. Nobody in films or anything has black hair anymore. Like that really, well, she's really got like a, a dominating hair too. Yeah. <laughs> um, the movie flopped, but it gained a huge cult following afterwards. Uh, Tom Villard, who played Toby, I mentioned before, died of AIDS in 1994. Uh, the guy that played Mark, Derek Rydall, he actually did his own stunts doing this, the movie. So him scaling the building and doing the zip line and everything, that was actually him. That's cool as hell. That is cool. But uh, right after this, he quit acting because he had a near-death experience while snorkeling in Jamaica. Hmm. Wow. Did you say about this where this film was, that it was filmed in Jamaica? Yeah, I did say it was filmed in Jamaica. Uh, The gimmicks that they used for the movies are inspired by gimmicks that William Castle used in his movies. Uh, The mosquito flying gimmick is similar to the one that they used for a ghost for House on Haunted Hill. Okay. The one for the attack of the amazing electrified man. They based that off of uh, the Tingler. The Tingler. And, the Tingler. And the you sure stat- it's on a porn movie? <laughs> That's the French Tingler. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and the stench, the odorama they used, uh, is based on a movie he did called The Scent of Mystery. Hmm. And a couple of interesting things I found out. I did some research. Uh the two two of the actors, Joel Schoen, Maggie, and Kelly Jo Minter, who played the uh, the badass chick that decked the guy. Yeah, they were both the and they both starred in films with Robert Englund in 1989. Uh, the girl who played Maggie was in Phantom of the Opera, and Kelly oh. jo, and Kelly Jo Minter was in Nightmare on Elm Street Five: The Dream Child. Chad's favorite. Movie. Terrible, terrible Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll, let me just yeah. say that we were discussing terrible. that before. That's my least favorite Nightmare on Elm Street. That is well, a new Nightmare. My worst one, but that that one's. I don't even count New like, Nightmare. That's not even a Freddy movie. That's a movie about making a Freddy movie. Yeah, it just bothered me to call. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. If you're gonna go out, out throughout the without leaving with leaving Nightmare out, yeah, that's that's easily the worst. One. There's no doubt. It's terrible. Yeah, and there was actually. 
<laughs> How stupid was that? And, it's it, and, Fred, and Freddy's makeup was the worst in the entire series in that movie. Uh, yeah, it was, it was I like how the patches of skin were like the size of uh, they look like giant pepperonis attached mm-hmm. to his head. And he had it looked like, it looked like they made his ears bigger or something and made them stick out more. Yes, it looked like a damn Ferengi off of Star Trek. Just, just a, a, awful. They should have just stopped the franchise at four. Honestly, I mean six is uh, the, the thing I like about like we're not talking. Uh, Freddy's dead. I everyone you know a lot of people I know don't like it, but I liked how they explained the story a little bit, and I, there was some really funny shit in that in Freddy's dead. Yeah, like, and it gave it gave ridiculous so, shit. It gave an origin to his powers and everything. Yeah, I agree. I didn't. I don't understand yeah, why it's the was, most hated. Six was decent, and, and, and of course, you know how could you not like six where he's like, "You forgot the power glove." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, it doesn't get any more ridiculous than that. Okay, so a couple of things I added here, and then we'll be done with my notes. Uh, there's actually a lot of actors in this movie that were in other horror movies. Okay. Uh, D. Wallace Stone. Yeah. 80s horror mainstay. I mean, you could, back in the 80s, you probably didn't see a horror movie without her in it. She was in The Howling. She was in this. She was in Critters. That's she was in where Cujo. I saw her at. Yeah. She was the mother in Cujo. Even. Cujo, awesome. She's like the horror mom from the 80s. Um, like I said, Joel Sholin was in Phantom of the Opera. She was also in a movie called Curse 2, The Bite, that was about snakes or something. If I remember correctly, Kelly Jo Minter was in Nightmare on Elm Street 5. She was in Lost Boys. And she was in People Under the Stairs. Wait, is she is she in, in Lost Boys? Is she the uh, star? No. Who was she in Lost Boys? I don't remember her being in Lost Boys, but it said she was in it. Huh. Maybe she had a small, real small. It's not listed on her list. Yeah, but I don't remember her. Uh, Tony Roberts, the guy that played... Uh, their professor or whatever uh-huh. was in Amityville 3D. Derek Rydall was also in Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Hmm. And Ray Walston, the guy that played uh, Dr. M. She played Cynthia Strode. That lady played Cynthia Strode in Halloween. Cynthia Strode in Halloween. You, you, also, the, the, what's, what's the, the guy that came in to help him with the other guy? What's his, what's his name? Ray Walston. The, the, he was also in Popeye. He was also in Clash of the Titans. Yeah, he um, he's most known, I think, for uh, My Favorite Martian. He's also Mr. Hand, I'm pretty sure, isn't he? In uh, Fast Times of Ridgemont High. Mr. Uh, Hand. I don't know, but he was in The Stand. <laughs> That's his horror connection. He was in The Stand. Oh, okay. But, oh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying the other... He's been a lot of uh, movies, stuff like that. Yeah, he, he did a lot of stuff while he was alive. I think he's. I think he died a few years ago. Didn't when he? did he die? I was wondering if he's still alive. Who knows? Google does. He didn't die. Yeah, Google does. Too, did he? No, no. Okay. Great. Was she in that shitty Invisible Man remake? That'd be weird if everybody from this movie died. Oh wow, Ray Walston died in two thousand one. So he's been gone. He's been gone a long time. He's been gone a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Oh, shit, i got to do my questions then. Yeah, do your questions. Oh, crap, i got to get to the right page. <laughs> okay, so our movie discussion. Uh, your favorite kill, guys? Uh, electric chair. Oh. Yes, I was going to say that to the... Uh, it, that is, like I told you before, I didn't... To be honest with you, I didn't like any of the kills. And when that done, yellow light had... turns on... <laughs> <laughs> See, my favorite kill was actually Toby's death. Oh, really? I just love... <laughs> because of all the twitching, they really oh. went over the top with his death. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he looked like the fish from the end of the Faith No More. <laughs> <laughs> the way he was flopping about him. What nerves that guy had! Oh, like Mike Patton recreated that when he when they did that song on Saturday Night Live. Do you remember that? Did you ever see the what, Faith No More? No, I know oh, he recreated yeah, the, at the end of the song. He's laying on the on the fucking stage, flopping around like That's a dead fish. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, I know that back then they had a big. Wasn't there an uproar about that song? Yeah, uh, that because of that something? because of that scene with the dying fish. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, uh, favorite kill. What was the best scene for you guys? Go ahead, uh, TJ. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll you go and I'll and I'll tell you. I like I, I I two scenes. I like the part where I knew uh, where he's trying on the different masks, explaining the characters. I thought that was hilarious. And then I like also I like the part where he's doing the countdown uh, he, when he starts rev when he's revving the audience up and he 
and doing the countdown. And oh my god, that was great. Yeah, that's my favorite scene is whenever he's like fucking firing up the audience. I like that. Yes, I love that. I thought it was great. I think my favorite scene was his whole tantrum. <laughs> just because he's oh, throwing yeah. shit and it's like, oh, I've got plans. This doesn't fit in with this. <laughs> he was a. I'm telling you, he like great character. Okay, did the opening scene hook you in? Uh, the opening scene was her nightmare, so it really didn't. Yeah, it really didn't do much to. No. Yeah, it didn't no. really do much to hook you. In. It didn't. It kind of disconnected from the movie. It made my eyes hurt trying to see what was going on more, more, more than. Yeah, it was like that weird indie movie thing that people. I don't know. Uh, it almost felt like I dropped acid for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's. You I think know what I mean? Like, what is going feel. on here? Okay, so since there was no nudity in the movie, sadly, who was the hottest girl? <laughs> Tina. Tina. Which one was Tina? Was that the, the uh, Mark's date? No, no, the, the the girl that was plowing out the uh school yeah. the, the the teacher. Ah, yeah. She, I I would think I'd have to agree. Yeah. Although I thought the girl that dressed up as a nurse was hot when she was a nurse. When she was the nurse, she didn't look very good. Okay. Yeah, I I like Tina more than when she was that Matt, the Matt in Nager. that Matt yeah. outfit. Yeah. yeah. It fit her perfectly, yeah. Uh, did the score set the mood? Did it really have much of a score? No, other than what we'll show you at the end of the. I mean, there episode. there is a score, but it didn't really seem very noticeable. Yeah, it was strange. You'll have to watch the movie to understand. Yeah, what did you think, Wes? The same thing. I just think it was very weird movie. It's just it, it, it's just odd. Yeah, you ha- you have to see the movie actually. <laughs> it's just a weird movie. Okay, what was the best song then? Because there was a couple. There was that Saturday Night at the Movies. <laughs> See, I like that, but then, but then I heard that kind of almost heavy metal thing that played at the end during the credits. I'm like, this is actually kind of catchy. Too. Was that was that a rap or something that Toby was singing? It sounded like that. It was kind of weird. It was like a rap. Uh, Toby was the uh, was singing it. Yeah, and there the was there was that, like sound bites from the movie in it. Yes, you're right. I kind of like. I'm gonna go with I guess that. I mean, I didn't really. There wasn't a lot of. It wasn't something that I would go out and buy the soundtrack for. Let's say. So I'll go with that. I, Okay, so favorite character? Oh, Toby. Yeah, definitely Toby. Uh, yeah, Toby. Yeah, Toby was the best. Although you, yeah. <laughs> poor Mark comes up in a, in a close second just because you feel bad for him for getting his ass kicked <laughs> right? twice within Mark, ten minutes. Mark got the three glazer five. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the golden glazer award. How, yeah, how, yeah. how many glazer seconds does he get out of five? I would say I'd say three. Oh, he's only three <laughs> seconds. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll, oh, give him, oh, oh, oh. I'll give him three and a half. I'll give him three and, three and a half seconds. Uh, well, they didn't show him. They didn't show a sex scene. We, can't really <laughs> we don't know. You know. Uh, what about on the douche level? Is he full glazer, half glazer? What do you think? No, no, he, he does not. He doesn't even register on the glazer scale. But the guy that stole his seat in the theater is full glazer. Scumbag! <laughs> yeah. I said eat shit. <laughs> I like how he's got that nose. <laughs> the nose plugs. Yeah, when he comes out. Yeah, he got and he pulls it off his nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so was it scary? No, no, it's humorous. There's a couple of parts. Um, a couple I think parts. That there's some parts really like I I don't know if I'd call it. Yes, it was more humorous overall. I think, but I think there were some parts that were really weird and creepy. Like yeah. the, like some of the dream part is with the head and the, this is was strange. And uh, like I said, there was there was parts where he had that long hair. I thought you know when she was in the dark with him was kind of. I feel like cold. if you see that demasking scene in HD, it, it'll bother me. Yeah, yeah, it might. <laughs> that shit's fucking yeah, intense. I agree. I agree. The way I, yeah, overall no, I would say yeah. Okay, does it hold up today? No, no. Yeah, it's it's a fun modern movie to watch. horror is a different type of animal. Yeah, it's 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 fun to watch, but you look at it and like I said, when you see Mark and he's all kind of rapey and the yeah. guy and the guy in the theater, it's like that that it's uh, it's, I, it's very eighties. It's it, it's it, it's hard to find a movie that does hold up, like a, especially a horror movie. Yeah. That was even made in, you know, that, that whole, they don't hold up very well long term a lot of times. Right. Yeah. So that that is, that's going to be a no on a lot of we do, I think. So it's I don't think it's any offense to the movie or anything. It's just, yeah, it just doesn't hold up. The, the lines are kind of outdated. And it, like you said, it's just it, <laughs> not. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. Uh, so was the acting good or bad? Uh, good. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I mean, Toby, obviously. 
Like he went out there and just nailed it. He was yeah. o- he was over the top in all the right parts. Toby was perfect. I agree. I think that, uh, there were some lines in the beginning that looked really cheesy and were like, okay, this looks really silly. Like the way they were talking was funny. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I think uh, but that just goes down to, like you said, it's a little outdated. But um, I think, like you just said, I think Toby killed, killed it. I mean, yeah. I, that he, he, he did a really good job. I got to be impressed with his uh, performance from the movie if you watch it. If anything, I would tell people just to watch it for his part. You yeah. Know, if I was going to recommend the movie. I don't know if we can properly cover this next one. Did you like the cinematography? Since we all saw kind of a shitty version of we the movie. We will post something about this yeah. uh, once we get the Blu-ray release. We'll share it around between me, Chad, and Wes, and then we'll get back to you guys on that. So finally, yeah. did you guys like the premise? Yes. I thought it was an awesome Incredible. Premise. Yeah. Yep, I did too. I like I like the, the idea of it. I, I think... Cool with it. I think this is a movie that would really benefit uh, with a nice remake. Yes, I agree. And and just to, just to clean it up. Yeah. You know, clean up the kills. And clean don't up call the, it popcorn. Call it Possessor. <laughs> call, it, honestly, that's what it should be called. It yeah. should be called. A, they said no that the only reason it, it was named Popcorn, it was by, I guess it was a gimmick that was taken out of the film. Yeah, and I, I, I need there. to know what that gimmick was. And I, apparently, it's a it's part of a like a stream of like films that released in the '90s that that had titles that have nothing to do with the actual movies. And hmm. I think it's to appeal to a wider uh, a wider audience. This is like you said though, Chad. This is a great someone to pick up and just clean it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a perfect candidate for that, and just keep. You know the, the the idea. Most of the idea. You know what we can do. We can get Danny McBride and Seth Rogen to write the, the script. Do not let Danny McBride anywhere near this. <laughs> you can Danny McBride and Seth Rogen. I will protest every second they're out he there. He did filming. that horrible Halloween movie. <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, that's right. He's in the Halloween. Danny so McBride wrote Halloween 2018, and it is a fucking oh, he atrocity. Wrote he wrote it. I didn't know that. Oh, yes. Look, I can, I can tolerate Danny McBride doing comedy, but keep him the hell away from horror. Yep. Yeah, I agree. He doesn't belong anywhere. Uh, Speaking horror. of uh, Danny McBride, I was roasting one of the uh, YouTubers. He, he goes by the name of Cody Leach. Uh, I swear to God, he sounds just like uh, Kenny Powers <laughs> from He's Found It Down. <laughs> I, like, I, I like Kenny Powers when he makes his own... Uh, you know, in the, it's in the first season he, he where he um, makes his own merchandise and he's selling it out of the back of the trailer and the, and he puts on one of his own masks or, the, or his girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend puts on one of the masks. He goes, take that off. You look like a fucked up Michael Myers. <laughs> he looks like a fucked up – when it was like – it was the mask of his head with the, with the – and he goes, you look like a fucked up Michael Myers. Take that off. Yeah, that's a great – Eastbound Down is great. Oh, he's looking it up. TJ's Googling it. <laughs> What's that? The mat the, when he does that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look it up. It's hilarious. Yeah. Dumb. He says something like that. I like when he references Lost Boys, too, in the second season. He goes, who are you? Who are you? The fucking sax player from Lost Boys? <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the second series. That's oh, great. the second season. There's a guy. There's part where there's a guy with you know he's got the he comes out of the club or whatever, and he, that's when he tells him, "Ooh, he's a fucking sax sax player from Lost Boys." <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Which everyone gets. That's a big, you know. Everyone laughs at that part. That, that's another part in the movie. When we get to that movie, it just needs to be discussed. It makes no sense. Oh, actually, actually, I think I, I need to play this instead. I love this part. So I'm going to pay for a blowjob, and I got to pay for a goddamn hotel room, too? Well, that just seems like I'm spending too much money for nothing. I got a house. You can just get your ass over here, and I can just do the blowjob here. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, this one is done, too. You can pick that as Thank well. Thank you. Okay. And can I wear the Scream mask? The mask from Scream. Yeah. When I do you from behind. Love it. Hey. I just gotta ask you a question, hypothetical. Okay, when you were engaged to get married to Dustin, if somebody else would have asked you out, like what would you have said? Well, I was pregnant when Dustin asked me to marry him, so. Right. Yeah. Who's gonna want to stick that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's such a great show. Oh. <laughs> that show that that show does not. 
they don't it has no barriers that joke. They, they, no, they, they, no. they make fun of everything. <laughs> we should put that in the intro. You look like a fucked up Michael Myers. I love how we just kind of it, say it's on there. You got any powers. <laughs> he tries on his he tries on his own and he says, You look like a fucked up Michael Myers. We're gonna have to find that clip. Yes. Uh we'll put it in the intro from now on. Uh do you guys like the Lost Boys song at the beginning of the at our intro. I do. I like the intro. That's cool. The, that's the Marilyn Manson cover of it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know he did a cover. He did. He uh, released it last year. I saw him perform it live whenever he was with, with the zombie. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, the story about that. I saw the first time. Did you see the second, first one time they came out, him and zombie, or the second time? Second time. Okay. Well, I saw him the first time, and I've seen Marilyn Manson a couple times prior to that. Me too. And I couldn't believe... I was so disappointed and pissed off at Manson because he came out. He was the first act, and he was drunk and he was rolling all around the stage like an idiot. He just he just looked like a slob. And Rob Zombie come out and just kicked his ass like that. It's not even close. Like when you go see, like even if you don't like Rob uh, Manson better or whatever, or you don't like Rob Zombie. At recommend to anybody to go see a rob zombie concert that guy puts on a show yes he does, and, he does. i mean that guy's the theatrics that he does he comes out into the audience if, he puts if, on uh, a show that if guy. we buy tickets for a rob zombie show for me you and Wes, can we write that off as a uh, morale booster <laughs> we could, it could be uh it could be a business meeting we could it could be a yeah. business meeting do you guys want to have a business meeting at the next rob zombie concert yeah, that yeah. Cool. okay <laughs> i know by the way, I, I just want to say about Rob Zombie. Show that uh, guy. I'd love to see him again. The very first concert I went to was White Zombie and really? Pantera down in uh, oh, wow down in Florida, and I have to say, Rob Zombie or White Zombie opened up, fucking great, great set. You know, great stage performance, but Pantera blew them out of the fucking water. Oh, I'm sure. Really? Pantera was awesome. <laughs> Pantera is awesome. Like, can you can you see like a young Chad with the horns up and just fucking? Oh, it, was, it was a great show. <laughs> oh man, what a killer show that was! <laughs> so privileged to say that was my first one, and I got to meet uh, Pantera backstage. Well, I got to meet Rex and Vinny backstage. Dime, Dimebag and uh, Phil were just too fucked up. They you said this meet. on Dubac, didn't you? Uh, I might I have. He, I think you said this this uh, story in Dubac before. <laughs> but yeah, it was a killer show. It was yeah. so cool meeting him. But uh, yeah, what year was that? Uh, It'd be like ninety four or something. 93? No, 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 no. It was a little later than that. I'm going to say 95. Hmm. Yeah, I think not, it had White Zombie was done in 95 or 6, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say 95 because. Nice. They made Astro Creep. Is that their. The, yeah, because I, I was 18. It was right before I turned 19. So yeah, it was, it was 95. Okay. Wow. That's a good concert, man. That's a good line. Oh, well, back to our movie. <laughs> Do we have any more questions? Uh, I've I've got everything covered here, you guys. Uh, anything else you want to say, Wes? About no, I I asked. Oh, wait, 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 uh, we we got to rate the movie. We got to rate the movie. Uh, I give it a two and a half out of five. Could have been better. Wes, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the same two and a half out of five. I think that uh, it it it's just outdated. It needs to be redone. Uh, but like we said, the premise is great. It's just one of those movies that if redone could be unbelievable. Yeah. I, th I think uh, you're right. I, I was going into this thinking a three and then I came out thinking more like a two and a half. Okay. Cause uh, yeah, there's a lot of it that didn't hold up quite as good as I thought it did. So yep. Gormore gives popcorn, 1991, two and a half out of five. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of uh, Gormore. We will be back in two weeks with The Blob. Oh, are we doing the remake? We're or? doing the remake. Yeah. The one. <laughs> oh, that's the better one. Is that? Yeah, I, I like it a lot better than the original. And then okay. after that, we cool. will be starting the Halloween franchise. We are going balls to the wall with Halloween. <laughs> did you guys ever did you guys ever go to that? Have that thing in that uh, in PA where that you run out of the theater from the blob, the original? No, no, but I want to. What you heard of it though? You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I know. About? I, uh, I think it's called Blobfest, actually. Blobfest, right? You, and and it, hundreds of people. I, I don't know how no one gets uh, you know stomped out onto the ground when when all those people are running out. What is it? I've never heard of it. It's a it's like a festival. It's called Blobfest. Where, where I don't know where in PA it, it is, but 
it's not that far away from actually from here. I don't think my dad always like we got to go. Yeah, to it's, it's somewhere in mid state. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. And uh, they actually, believe it or not, still have the original blob prop they used. Like it didn't deteriorate or anything. They kept it pretty well preserved. Okay. Well, and then and then you what you they do original when everyone runs out of the theater when the blob comes on the screen i think or whatever happens i forget i forget i haven't seen the original in a long time but and they, they reenact that part and just every every year everybody like hundreds of people run from the th- run out of the theater like got, screaming we got to look into this we got to try that out for sure yeah Blobfest. for sure they have it on youtube if you go to youtube and look at blob fest you'll see what, it, what it's about and they'll show all the people running out it's kind of funny that's, okay that's cool we'll do that <laughs> well that's it for uh this week's show, we will see you uh, next time. Uh, that's TJ Bowser signing off. Chad Chrisman signing off. Wes not craving pain. The possessor. <laughs> signing off. <laughs> Guest out of Hollywood And the popcorn from the candy stand Makes it all seem twice as good There's always lots of pretty girls With figures they don't try to hide But they never can compare To the girl sitting by my side Saturday night at the movies when you're with your baby, let's roll in the balcony. Yes.